0: This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another Tuesday Tune Up with the Ryersons, and I have with me my lovely co-host today, Lisa Ryerson. How are we doing today?
1: Doing awesome. How are you? I'm
0: doing great. So this is going to be a really interesting (laughs) one to talk about. Three tips on how to improve relationships at work. And the reason I say that's going to be interesting because for some of us, we work and live with our spouse. And that's something that you and I get to do every single day. So one of the first tips and one of the things that you and I probably work on the most is just being positive. When you absolutely don't feel like saying, hey, I think you're an amazing person you're not feeling that is and when it comes to that work side, if we really want to do our very, very best, we got to be positive. I don't know. What say you? You got any thoughts on it?
1: Yes. <laughs> and to add another spin on top of working with your spouse in two separate careers. Yeah. We work together in two different companies and we live together and have been together for the last, well, living together and married for the last 15 plus years Um, And then there was quarantine time for COVID-19. So it's been definitely challenging. But positiveness is something that is definitely necessary because if we don't keep positive, it could be very detrimental to all relationships.
0: All right. So we happen to have a code word. And I think this is something that when we're not necessarily being positive or we're going down a poor path, we say a certain word, which is?
1: Blueberry. Blueberry.
0: And what does that mean? When you say or I say blueberry, what is the action of the conversation? What, what's supposed to happen?
1: <laughs> what's supposed to happen is the conversation ends there. We walk away and then we'll come back when we are cooler in the heads uh, to communicate in a nice fashion. That's what's supposed to happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't because
0: that one person, and it's not just her. It's certainly not just myself. We both have this where you want to get that last word in. It's like, no, i have just, and that usually doesn't go well because that's the stuff you can't take back. And when you're emotional, typically the words coming out aren't necessarily positive, so I don't know where to, I don't even know where we came up with blueberry. It's such a great term, and we use it. <laughs> I don't know weekly, monthly. I don't
1: know. No, it's well during quarantine, it was definitely probably daily. Um, but but yeah, now that I'm able to go out and actually see my friends and do other things, I would say probably monthly is like the norm. But what's really funny, sidebar um one time I was really upset with you I don't know what I can't even remember what it was but I had to get that last sentence in so I did right and I don't don't remember what I said but I had to get it in and then I blueberried it and then I walked away and I thought that was pretty funny JM did not think it was funny at all (laughs) so don't use it that way it doesn't work well
0: (laughs) if you don't Actually play by the rules, that's not fair. Now, I'm not one to sit there and be a victim, so I had to adhere to the rules of the game, even if my partner didn't. But in all honesty, so being positive when when things are flying out and it's not positive, having that moment to just stop and pause. And we're talking about in the workplace, but I can see that happening all the time where it's like, look, somebody did something that you're, you just, you were wronged and now you're going to let them have it. I'm going to write that scathing email. Don't stay positive. Take the time, take a break, take a coffee, go for a walk, whatever it is. I think that's just so important in any relationship at work, at home, to just stay positive. And that is so much easier said than done. But if you can't, Take the breath and walk away. Any Anything else you
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, and sometimes what has helped me in the past is I do write that email or that text message that could be not very nice. And then I just don't send it. Right. But it like at least gets out of my system.
0: See, I didn't even know that. So <laughs> this is good, though, because you are actually journaling far more than I thought then, because that is that's journaling. You just journaled without, I don't know if that was your intent, but that's what you did.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, it was just, I really wanted, you know, sometimes you get heated and, you know, I am not as, um, you know, I'm working on it, right? Things that we need to work on, but I'm definitely much more of a hothead than JM is. And he's calm as a cucumber, like 90% of the time until it blows, Uh, but Yeah, sometimes I just, you know, and I've done it to you before. You just don't know it. (laughs) I'll write text messages and they're just not nice. Um, But I had to get what I needed off my chest, got it out, didn't send it, and then calmed down and then was able to talk to you in a nice way.
0: (laughs) Wait, those are the ones that are the nice messages? I did not want to see the (laughs) negative messages. No, I love here. You know, again, that's why I love this platform. I didn't know you're doing that. That's so cool. That is literally journaling right there, guys. That's when I talk about journaling, she's doing that by simply doing the act of writing it out and not sending it. That is journaling. I absolutely love it. So the next tip is active listening and open communication. Arguably, this would be the biggest challenge we used to have in our relationship was the listening part. And I don't know if it's culturally because, you know, we were raised in much different households. And so listening the way I was taught to listen was different than perhaps the way you were taught to listen. But active listening, really hearing what that person has to say, so vitally important. Do you have any tips or tricks that you use for that? Because I know I talk slowly. She tells me all the time. (laughs) That's part of the challenge for her. So do you have some tricks?
1: Yeah, I mean... Definitely, I would say in our culture, you know, from my upbringing, I mean, my family all talked to over each other and somehow they, they heard what they wanted to hear or not hear. Um, but I remember going to a class and it was uh, Understanding, what was it called? It's been a while, but it, it was understandingmen.com is their website. Uh, but it was a class and I just remember the facilitator was sitting there and saying that, well, when you interrupt somebody especially a male, um, it's really pulling the rug out from underneath them, right? Like, I think females, I know that when we go to dinner, I've seen it, and I've worked really hard to not interrupt and to actively listen, but it's taken me many years of practice um, to do that, and not saying that I still don't interrupt sometimes, but I really, really try my best not to, but I'll watch my girlfriends, and they're just, it's different stories going along, and somehow we all follow it, and they're interrupting all the time and talking over each other, and I think that's maybe more of a female um, aspect, and so... Tips on how to do, it's just constantly practicing, and I know that I will sit here and bite my tongue, and, and when thoughts come up in your head, because what ends up happening, let's say you and I are talking, and as, I'm ta- or as you're talking, I'm thinking of the next thing to say, right? That's not active listening. That's just waiting for you to shut up, and then it's my turn to talk, right? And it's what I hear, and so I'm really focused on when someone's talking, like looking at them. And listening to every word that they're saying. Now, I don't do that with you. I will admit that. (laughs) JM does talk very slow. And sometimes I think he's done talking, but he's just a slow talker. And so then I interrupt him. And I go, I didn't even interrupt you. I thought you were done. (laughs) So that's our challenge that we're working on.
0: (laughs) Well, so the, the active listening is something, again, another learned skill. Something that you really have to practice. And so that you do, everybody wants to feel heard. Right. You don't want to feel like what you're saying is not important. That's that's the key to that. And then the open communication. This is literally therapy 101. When this when you do this, I feel why that's not saying that's so different than saying you're, you know, rude. No, you're not rude. When you did this action, I felt disrespected. That's the open communication piece that I'm talking about. And that, you guys, is so important. If you can slow down and not label the person that they're a certain thing when they when they behave a certain way, but your, your feelings are valid. You own those feelings. But that doesn't mean they are a certain way or that's what they are always like. They just happen to be that way in that moment. So I, I know we talk about that openly as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's, and that's a practice skill, right? I mean, that was very hard for me um, in the beginning. I was probably one of the best name callers in the world, I feel. (laughs) Like, I mean, they would just come, I'm like, whatever, there was zero filter. I'm not saying I still have a filter, but there was no filter and things would just kind of fly out. And then I go, gosh, I really didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Right. And so it's really taking that pause and um, making sure I'm choosing my words. And so you know, I, I've worked on that a lot and practiced that a lot, and I think I've gotten a lot better. doesn't mean that I don't hurt people's feelings, but I am constantly trying to slow down and, and just pause to have the right words come out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, and the reason I brought up the cultural thing, I think all of us need a, to give each other a bit of grace, trying to understand, like, again, I was raised a certain way, way more passive-aggressive in the way I was raised with feelings. Where in the Chinese culture, primarily it was Chinese, you know, your dad's tie, but it was very upfront. It was abrasive, if you will. <laughs> but that's that's that was just the common communication style. So learning that with your work partners or with your partner in life, it's just it's something to certainly work on. And the last tip in terms of improving relationships at work and home is called EPR, and that's encourage, praise, and recognize. Guys, this is free. This is a free one. It's the number one reason employers are not happy is they don't feel recognized. There's some simple things you can do every single day to just encourage, praise, and recognize. Do you have a couple that you can think of that you do that really go a long way?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something once again, learn skill. (laughs) I did not grow up in a household where my parents told me good job, right? If I had, let's say a 95% on a test or a final, it was Uh, why was it a hundred percent? I don't understand. Right. So it was never, it was always never good enough. Right. So that's what I was brought up with. But, um, with that being said, I've had to really learn because I feel like JM grew up with a lot of EPR, um, a lot of you're awesome. You can do anything that you ever put your mind to. And one thing that really helped me was having children. Right. And I'm not saying I'm the best at it, but I definitely, um, make sure to praise the kids on a daily basis on something right? Like, so for example, it could be as simple as the oldest, you know, he is actually, he's quite an amazing dishwasher. (laughs) So during quarantine, we decided, you know, I decided, I go, Hey, you know what? You got to pick up another chore because you're just sitting around all day. Um, and he is really good. So every single time he, does the dishes it's probably about once a week I make sure to tell him how amazing he is at it and he goes don't tell me that because then you're gonna want me to do dishes all the time I go exactly (laughs) right and it really does go a long way and I know I do that with you like I sometimes thank you for doing the dishes thank you for taking out the trash and you'd be amazed that that simple you know three-word term or whatever that you say to that person um they'll be that much quicker to doing those chores again quickly. <laughs> it's pretty, at least you do.
0: Well, I think because, again, it's a chore or something that it's expected of you, when somebody says, thank you, that really, it, it goes a long way because although it's expected, although you're supposed to do it, who doesn't love to hear the words, thank you, or great job, mm-hmm. or give me a high five, give me a hug, it is free to us all. And taking that moment, taking that time to think, how would it feel if somebody said thank you to me or said, you know what? You crushed cooking the salmon tonight. Like that was awesome. Thank you. Like that means so much when somebody goes out of the way, out of their way to say those things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right, you guys. So when it comes to improving your relationships at work, at home, be positive practice active listening and open communication, and practice EPR, encourage, praise, and recognize. Go to letsgowin.com and get your free positive work-life balance assessment. It's a tool that I use every month to check in. Lisa, you have any thoughts on it that people can use so they can actually apply it?
1: Yeah, that um, the work-life balance is awesome. Um, it really allows you to look within and say, okay, here are all the areas of my life You know, which ones do I need to work on? Because if one is off, then it kind of trickles down on everything else. Like you just can't have that balance in your life that is needed. So definitely make sure you go and download it.
0: It's free to you guys. We hope you use it. And until next week, continue to transcend in life. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to transcendinlifepodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.